0: Is our transit system safe? So many people are asking that question these days after hearing about violent incidents on SkyTrain, on the bus, and it's led to questions about how we are policing the system. Transit police say they have increased patrols, but let's find out more about how this situation is being dealt with. Chief Officer Dave Jones is with us now with the Metro Vancouver Transit Police. Thank you for joining us this morning. Thank you, Sammy. Has your department noticed an increase in violent incidents on places like buses and SkyTrain?
1: Well, oh, I would say yes, with the recent rash of what we noted uh, in terms of their uh, several incidents uh, that were spread out, um, they seem to, have, we've noticed that uptake, but we've seen it as a bit of an anomaly occurring as opposed to the way we were trending for the last while.
0: Uh, How were we trending, would you say, over the last
1: while? Well, well, trending, I would say, for the last couple of years as we came out of COVID was fairly, I would say, flat. And just in terms of, you know, our calls for service and the types of calls we were receiving and incidents that were happening. And part of that is just tracking it along with, you know, our calls anecdotally through statistics. But when you get a major, you know, say rash or influx of, of incidents that are serious, it then has that perceptional change, right? And we have to look at that because perception is a reality as well, too, right? How people are going to view the system, how people are going to feel within their communities, how people are going to feel, you know, if they're going to attend a certain location. So that is what we've noticed has had a real change.
0: Okay. So then how do you deal with that perception? What can the police do?
1: So a couple things that go with it. One is we have to provide that reassurance, right? So that reassurance may come. And one of the initial things is that higher visibility, that being out there, it's drawing attention from or taking resources from other areas and putting and putting the attention um, onto the um, areas that require it, if you want to say, where we can get out and be more visible with the public. At the same time, it takes a gives us that opportunity to emphasize um, things that the public can do or that we can that are in place that they might not be aware of. The idea of how to report crimes, the idea of using the tech services, the idea of the emergency strips and the emergency programs that are in place for people who can, um, you know, report something anonymously or or surreptitiously by pushing on something. You know, we tend to find that sometimes we think that people know about these um, devices or they know about these techniques for being able to do something without getting themselves fully involved, but we become aware that not everyone is aware of those, those um, types of options that they have. So an educational component also becomes uh, important to us.
0: Okay, so if someone uses one of those tools, if someone yes. calls for that help on a bus or if a bus driver calls for help on a bus, w- what happens from the police perspective at that point?
1: So from a police perspective, depending on which device is used in a way, and, and so I'll use, as you've said, the bus driver. The bus driver making a call would go to the bus communication center. The bus it called TCOM. TCOM would then notify the police. Now, we evaluate the call and we look at resources that are available, whether it be ourselves or whether it be the jurisdictional police agency, who's quickest, who's, who's the closest there, depending on the nature of the incident. Now, what we also have, which is, which is unique within the transit world is, of course, We can have the bus driver stop moving the bus so it stays in a given location. We can have SkyTrain cars stop at a station so that we can ensure that the quickest unit, the quickest policing response is able to get there. So it's not a moving target in terms of of how it goes. That is is one of them. There are other... um, Techniques, or you want to say other technological tools that are involved. Buses have GPS, Skytrain cars are tracked within the communication center. So when something like that happens, It's a matter of getting the information and then we quickly will know the location of where it is happening and making sure we get the appropriate resources there.
0: Okay. And what what about random patrols as well? Because I know you know that it's about visibility, right? And people need to feel safe to see that, oh, okay, I have somebody that I can reach out to for help. What about that?
1: Yeah. Oh, no, absolutely. That's when I talk about that reassurance uh, style of policing is making sure of it. Now, whether it be a police officer, whether it be transit security, station attendance, or the new program that has been uh, discussed here, the community safety officer program, people need to see somebody who is able to provide them that assistance so they can go to for assistance. And that is what we look at as well. And we try to then deploy, based on what we have for resources, we look at where are the most appropriate places. And we also want to work together. So when I mean that, we work together with our jurisdictional partners who are who also provide that higher visibility patrols at times. We also work with transit security, so we're not both at the same location. We look at um, where we're receiving calls for service, where we're receiving concerns from the public, and not even just the public. you got to remember that we also have, I'll call it a team, of bus drivers and transit workers who are also able to feed us information, even anecdotally, as to what their observations are and where our resource should should be placed or directed at this time.
0: Okay, so has that changed then in the last little while in terms of the calls you've been getting, in terms of saying, okay, maybe we need to just patrol this area a little bit more?
1: Yeah, so you know what we do is, of course, when you're looking to provide reassurance, you are looking at areas. And I would say just because something happens in Area A doesn't mean people in Area B don't hear about it, aren't affected by it. But there are certain areas, much like you would say if a serious crime happened in even a quiet neighborhood, where you're going to go up and you're going to make sure that you are seen to be visible, you are seen to be giving information, you're approachable, you're able to I want to say, provide that reassurance to the public that the transit system, the neighborhood, the area is safe, and being there available to answer those questions, much like coming on and speaking with you today.
0: Okay, so what would you then say to someone who feels unsafe on transit? What should they do?
1: I think what I would do is I I would look at saying, I would say to them, you know, and and again, I don't want to use stats as, as something because stats are, you know, can be conveyed in different ways here. I would, first of all, reassure them that it is safe. And I would point out to them that we like to use, or I've used the term that says, basically, when you're on transit, you're never alone. In other words, even if you're sitting at a bus stop, on a, on a rural road waiting for the bus to come, you can live text somebody at the tra- within the transit police. So our texting service is one of the only ones in the area where it's monitored 24 hours a day and you are live texting with individuals. So you can text somebody if you have a concern. If you are on a bus, there's obviously bus drivers, there are other passengers. If you're at a SkyTrain station, there are station attendants, there are other employees, there are the police, there are transit security. You're not alone, but making sure that you understand that there are people you can reach out to, there are others you can go to, whether it is a police officer, transit employees, station attendants are well identified through uh, uniforms and uh, that they wear or safety vests that they have on. And the other thing I'd be saying to them is, don't hesitate to report something when you see something happening before you think it escalates. If you think there's acts of aggression or you have concerns about anyone and perhaps you may even have concerns about someone else's safety, one of the things we want people to do is to report things. Quite often we find or have viewed when we've seen incidents occur, people are quicker to pull out their cell phones and record things than they are to report it. We want them to make sure you report it first. Report it, don't record it, right? I mean, this becomes important for us. When you see something, it doesn't even have to involve yourself. Make sure that you feel confident in being able to, to notify the police. Let us decide if, it, if it's of something that is of real true concern or not. I'd rather make the error of sending police to a matter and find out it, was, it wasn't something that we had to be concerned about than not attending.
0: I think people need to hear that. Thank you so much for your time.
1: You're welcome. Thank you, Sammy.